right hand of the Father, forever making intercession for us. So, Brother John, do you realize that at this moment and since you've been a believer, Jesus is praying for you as if you're the only one in this world? Brother Murphy, Jesus is praying for you, sweetie. He's praying for you. Every one of us, I want you to get that picture in your mind that right now, you may have something going on in your mind right now that needs to be taken care of and dealt with. Do you know there's one praying for you? There are prayer requests that's in your hands tonight that somebody has, they had enough in them to say, I want to write this down and have it prayed for. And Jesus is praying for that. Man, that, ain't that exciting? He ain't off doing anything else. He ain't got anything else. He is forever making intercession for us. And prayer means something. We know that, right? Because he prayed for Peter. He prayed for Peter. He said, Satan has looked to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed that your faith won't fail. But when you return to me, that you will feed or minister to the brethren. Brothers and sisters, there's going to be some times we might get a little weak. But Jesus is praying for you. And when you get through that trial, when you return to him, when your faith gets built back up, you now have a time or a way or a chance to be able to feed or minister to the brethren. So, Sister Marsha, I hate that you had to go through the back thing, but you know what? It was good for us because we prayed. And to hear that testimony is powerful. You know, we was in at Sweetie's, she's doing some schooling stuff on, on the computer now. And last night we're, we're, we're in the house, and I can't mimic the sound. By the way, Charlie, can you look at that for me? Because it ain't working now. Add that to your things to do. But it started like uh, making a buzzing sound. It froze up. The video froze up. She had a disc in. And no matter what button you hit, it wouldn't do anything. You couldn't get the mouse to move. You couldn't do anything. And so... I did what I knew to do. I hit a, a escape, alt, delete. Uh, I think those are the things you hit, the three keys. And it didn't do nothing. That's the thing that's supposed to kind of like shut every program down, I think. So then I just took the disc out and I went and, I, and what I did was I hit the little button on the side, took the, the video out, and it was still, the picture was frozen on the screen. It was still making the noise. Couldn't turn it up, couldn't turn it down. I think I had a few feelings come loose because of that sound. It was just ew, like fingernails on a blackboard. And finally, I just went up and hit the power button, held it down until it turned off. But today, when we went to turn it back on, it won't work. It says it don't know how to find its way back. I got stuff on there I need. It's got to find its way back. Some way, somehow i got to be able to retrieve this stuff, but that got me to thinking. When we 
or facing things, when we, are, are we get off track at just a smidge, anybody ever had that done besides me? You ever got off track a little bit? Get feeling a little bit sorry for yourself or whatever. And, you know, you have to do the reset. And our prayer time tonight is going to be a time for that reset for you. Each of you. Each of you need a reset. It ain't yesterday now. It's, that day is gone, and it ain't tomorrow yet. You don't know if you're going to get here tomorrow. But today, you need a reset. Sometimes you have to take it back to the original place that it was meant for. They do a reboot, I think is what they call it, ain't it, Charlie? Reboot the computer, which means it goes back to all of its original settings. Since you became a believer, you remember how, just how much you was going to do for Jesus the day you got saved? Me walking with Jesus, man, you know, there's going to be thousands of people saved, and then if there's 10 of us, that's a whole bunch of people. But as life goes on, sometimes we get discouraged. Sometimes we have these things happen. Sometimes we don't feel like praying. Sometimes we're praying amiss. We're praying for the wrong thing, and we're upset because God ain't answering. He ain't going to if we're not praying his will. And sometimes the reset button has to be hit. And we have to be taken back to the place of our original um, place, function, our original function when we first believed. Brother Ben, Jesus is praying for you. So here's an interesting concept tonight. If Jesus is praying for everybody here, and if Jesus is praying for everybody that's on those prayer cards that you have, has it ever dawned on you that you're praying with Jesus? And to do that, we need the Spirit to lead us in prayer. Amen? We can't do it any other way. Otherwise, we may be praying amiss. We may be praying differently than Jesus is. Now, if that's the case, that's a pretty good place to get to where we get discouraged. We get mad at God. We get mad at everybody around us because it ain't working out how I want, but yet Jesus is doing the praying. And guess whose prayer is actually going to come? His. He ain't never going to pray wrong. Never. So if we're praying with him, sometimes we have to reset our computer, who we are, and remember we're praying with Jesus. And there ain't two different outcomes for whatever we're praying. There's only one, and that's God's will. Amen? So tonight when we get ready to pray, which we're fixing to do, I wanted to get that idea, that concept over to you. Remember, when you kneel down and you come before the Father, you're not the only one praying. Jesus is also praying. Isn't that exciting to know that we're praying with him? And not, we don't have to worry about it. We can get in our minds sometimes and we can say, oh my goodness, you know, I just... I don't think like Jesus. Well, we can. 
He sent the Holy Spirit to baptize us. And if he baptizes us, we can be just like the people that we read about in the Bible. We can be praying exactly what he wants us to pray. We can be seeking exactly his will, even though it may not seem right to our flesh, even though it may be, a, it may be death coming our way. We still do what he asked us to do. You know why? Because we belong to him. We had a conversation today about free will. How many of you, don't raise your hands, but just answer inside yourself. You know that free will thing, right? We're free to do what we want. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You're that way until the moment that you ask Christ into your life. You receive him as your Lord and Savior. You got free will for that. You get to choose to accept Jesus. You get to choose to deny him. But you know what? Once you invite him in, he becomes our Lord, your Lord. There ain't no more free will. Think about it. If he is our Lord, then there's no way in this world that we can think otherwise. He is the master. We are the servant. There ain't no more free will. Part of the problems we're having today in our world and our nation, too many believers are thinking they got free will. No, we belong to him, and therefore it's his will only. And with the Holy Ghost ministering to us, with him helping us, with him sowing into us, with him leading and guiding us, then we don't, won't be praying opposite of anything that Jesus is praying. Am I right on that? Is the theology okay on that? Ain't that right? Ain't that real? So tonight, before you start praying, I want you to ask the Lord, help me to pray with you, Jesus. Help me to pray what you're praying. Help me to be submitted enough to you that I'm not looking for my will to be done, but for yours and yours alone. Because his is what's going to be done, and disappointment lies any other place. I've been there before. I've, been, I've told God a whole lot of things he ought to do, and you know he never did listen to me. He listened, but it didn't sway him one, one bit because his will is perfect. So tonight, as we pray, I want to ask you to do something. I want some ladies to get with some ladies, two of you, and men get with men, two of you. And we're going to pray tonight for these requests that we have. And we're going to let the Spirit of God lead us in our prayer. And we're going to let him lay anyone else on our hearts that he chooses. And we're going to be submitted to pray. We're not going to look at the clock. We're not going to pay so much attention to the music. We are tuned in to God. And we're going to pray as he leads us to pray. Now, once we get done praying for these other people, these other requests we have, I want us to look at each other. I want us to get together with each other, the two guys or the two gals. And I want you to ask each other this question. Tell me a blessing in your life. A blessing. And I want you to rejoice in prayer over that blessing. And you swap off. But I also want you to ask each other for a need. Something that we can pray about. Don't be afraid. Don't hold it in. But we pray 
with one another. If we do that, you know, Ben, you got a need, son. If you do that, now there's three people. You, the guy with you, and Jesus that's going to be praying. And that's so powerful. Amen? He's praying right now for us. He's leading us to the place we need to go right now in prayer. So let's do that. Let's get up out of our seats, out of our comfort zone. Let's go to work. Because this is what we're doing tonight. We're working. So we're getting ready to go to work. So get up, find you a gal, find you a guy that you want to team up with. Let's pray for these requests and let's pray for one another.